This message you're about to listen to was recorded live at the Redeemed Christian Church of God, the Throne Room Parish, Transcorp Hilton, Abuja. Be blessed as you listen. Reposition yourself to recondition your situation for the better. Do not play the victim. Don't. Don't listen to the voice of self-pity. Don't wallow in self-pity. One of the ways in which you can deal with discouragement is for you to turn the table by force. How do you turn the table by force? See what Job did. Job, you know, at first was a victim, was complaining and was asking God, why this, why this, why my life, why this, why I should have died, my mother should not have given birth to me, you know. He caused the day in which he was born and even the night in which he was conceived. But as soon as he changed his position, God blessed him because he was the one that needed prayer. But he changed it. He started to pray for his friends. And the Bible says that, and God and the Lord, Job 42 from verse 10, and the Lord turned the captivity of Job. When he prayed, he did something. He repositioned himself to recondition his destiny, to recondition his situation for the better. And the Lord turned the captivity, Job 42 from verse 10, turned the captivity of Job when he prayed for his friends. Not only that, you see, Job was the one who was supposed to be prayed for. But he said, no, now I'll pray for you guys. Listen, the hand of a giver is always above the receiver. It's above the receiver. Even the disciples also did this, you know, they said this in the book of Acts of the Apostles, that the master, Jesus, taught them that it is more blessed to give than to receive. It's more blessed to give than to receive. If you want to be encouraged this season, you go ahead and be an encourager. Call someone, encourage someone, pray for someone. Say, no, I refuse to be a victim. And what did God do? The Bible says, and also the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. He was restored, but unto a higher order. He was restored, but unto a higher proportion. Listen, are you here probably are thinking that you have lost a lot? Please do not wallow in self-pity. Don't wallow in self-pity. Don't, 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 don't begin to, you know, reg regrets. You know, sometimes you make some very silly mistakes. Probably you have made mistakes that has cost you a lot. Please, we thank God for your life, but don't regret over, you know, regret is you living in the bad past. You're living in the bad past. And one of the things that regrets will do to you, it will frustrate you, you will not be able to move forward. You will not be able to move forward. People who are victims are people who are always regretting, regretting, regretting. Oh, I regret. Why did I take this step? Why did I take this step? Instead of them thinking, you know, that what do I do now? Do not let your heart to be filled with regrets. Do not lean on your past mistakes. You learn and not lean on your past mistakes. If you lean on your past mistakes, <laughs> your future will be lean. Your destiny will be lean. You've done terrible things. Unfortunate things have happened to you. Don't regret. 
In fact, there are some things probably are thinking that can never be retracted. Don't regret. Don't. And I remember last week I told you what happened to me. <laughs> that when I started to preach, you know, the church started, I'd never been the pastor before, so I take the mic and preach. You know, I wanted everything to be perfect. So, you know, and then when I make mistakes, maybe I get home. My wife will tell me, ah, did you say this instead of saying that? You know, sometimes probably a mistake in the, um, the Bible verse or chapter. And sometimes probably in the quotation, you know, when you quote the verse or the chapter, you know. Or sometimes it could be grammatical errors. I say, ah, did I say that? Did I say, do they does not know what they did? Did I say that? Then I quickly I say, oh my God, huh? I'll call, I'll call church office, please. A few people, what has, people have bought the CDs. The CDs are out already. I cannot retract it. <laughs> say, what, what can I do? Say, pastor, we have sold all the CDs. In fact, today, people bought more and required more CDs. I said, did you mean it? Why didn't you delete it? Oh, pastor, it's gone. Then you see me, I'll be so sad in the house. Oh, I'll be so miserable. Why? Why am I? Not until I change. Listen, sometimes, you know, this thing can, devil can use your mistakes to deal with you. God would have moved in a spectacular manner. God would have moved and done fantastic, wonderful things, lives being changed, healing and all that, and see what the enemy will use in afflicting me. Just one small mistake. Your life is full of good things, my brother. Your life is full of good things, my sister. Hallelujah. Do not regret. Hallelujah. It is good for you, you know, to grieve over your mistakes, but after grieving over your mistakes, bury them and move on. Move on. David committed a mistake when he slept with Bathsheba and then gave back to his son. And God says that son would not leave. Do you know what David did? David went, was fasting. He fasted and fasted and fasted first day, second day, third day. The child now became sick. For seven days he did not eat. Eventually, the baby died. Then his servants were afraid to tell him. They said to, to themselves, say, see David, see the way he was feeling when this child had not died. This child was just sick, was feeling so miserable. What will he do? The Bible says that probably he will do something awful to himself when we tell him that the child is dead. Do you know what David did? That is why I like David. David knew how to embrace God's compassion to move forward. David knew how to embrace God's faithfulness to move forward. David knew how to embrace God's mercy to move forward. Do you know what David did? He stood. When he saw his servant discussing it, he just knew that the child had died. And they were still afraid. Do you know what he did? The Bible says, <laughs> he stood from there. He went, he had a very good bath. After that, he wore good clothing, clothes. He changed his dress. After that, the Bible says he put lotions on his body. He perfumed his body. After that, he went, worshiped God. When he got back, he said, please make me good food. Let me eat. And they were surprised. They were surprised. I said, ah, we thought this guy 
He said, that is gone. That chapter of my life is gone. It's a new chapter. Let me move forward. And David moved forward. I said, David, move forward. And I tell you what, the next son that he had with Bathsheba was Solomon. And the Bible says that God loved Solomon. God even gave him a pet name, Jedidiah. Said the one I loved. Listen very carefully. If you keep regretting and regretting and regretting and regretting over the past, you will not move forward. It is time for you now to be an encourager. Hallelujah. To move forward. The Holy Spirit one time was speaking to me. He said to me, Tune, do you know, you know, or just show me the picture that there are some things, you know, when it comes, yes, you weep. After weeping, what do you do? You stop weeping. He said, do you see when, when it's falling? I said, yes, Holy Spirit. I know. When you are driving and when it's falling? I said, yes. On your windshield, when it's falling? You know, I said, yes. I understand. He said, it's like weeping. It's like weeping. He says, why do you use your wiper? Why do you use your wiper? You wipe all the, you know, water so that you can see, so you can move forward. So you can move forward. So he said to me, that it's good to cry, but after crying, wipe your eyes. Why? So you can move forward because there's a place I'm taking you to. I remember to what happened to one woman. I was also, you know, met some years ago, a friend. She had lost her husband. You know, it was like a movie. I've heard these things. I mean, the story I'm about to tell you, I've heard it. You know, I've also seen it in movies, but now I saw it live. The husband died. You know, we had houses and all that. And both of them built everything together. So the husband now died. She having young children, three of them. Everything was okay when the man was alive. Everybody seems normal. All his cousins are in-laws. As soon as the man died, because we had been praying for him, and God had to take him. As soon as the man died, that same day, while she was weeping and crying, all her in-laws invaded her house and her privacy, went into their room, started looking for papers, collected papers of land, collected these, collected cars, collected valuables. She was still weeping. She did not know what was happening. They had gone to the hospital, you know, collected the death certificates so they could have access to his account. We spoke to her and said, Madam, it's okay. Shine your eyes now. Shine your eyes. Wipe up those tears. Otherwise, you will not be able to go forward with all these four children. Immediately, she took courage. Listen, it is good to cry, but there is time that you stop crying. Otherwise, the tears will occlude your sight that you cannot see the way forward. Otherwise, the enemies will come and steal from you. Just like this lady. Have you lost opportunity? Stop crying. Have you lost a husband or a wife? Stop crying. Why? Because God has a 
good thing for you. And God has something new that he wants you to embrace. In this month, in this season, have you suffered from the attendant effect of this pandemic or lost your job? <laughs> Thank God, but enough of shedding tears. It is time that you wipe your tears and begin to embrace the great future that God has for you. I pray for someone this season, the precious name of Jesus. Listen very carefully. Better is the end of a matter than the beginning thereof. There is something better ahead of you in the precious name of Jesus. There is something bigger ahead of you in the precious name of Jesus. Do not allow the enemy to steal the good that God has kept before you. Hallelujah. By making you to suffer in regrets and making you to shed tears on ending. It is time this season that you wipe those tears and begin to see the glorious plan that God has for you. It is time you begin to migrate. It is time you begin to move. It is time for mobilization. Hallelujah. For everyone here who has been demobilized in life, I release you into your glorious future this morning in the precious name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. 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 Arise and shine. For thy light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. Darkness might cover the earth. And gross darkness the people. But God Almighty will arise over thee. And his glory shall be seen upon thee. Gentiles shall come to thy light and kings to the brightness of your rising. I see your brightness rising. Hallelujah. I see you rising. Hallelujah. I see you rising. Hallelujah. I declare courage to someone this morning. I declare courage. I declare courage. I declare zest. I declare life to you in the precious name of Jesus. It is time that you gather yourself. It is time that you put on a new appearance. It is time that you perfume yourself. It is time to stop crying and to stop wailing and to stop complaining and stop weeping. It's time for you to start walking, to start running, and to start flying. I declare unto you in the precious name of Jesus that your end shall be good. Your end shall be awesome. Your end shall be beautiful. People will look at your hand and they will say, Oh God, let this be my end in the precious name of Jesus. I pray in Jesus' mighty name that you will not frustrate the enviable heritage that you have in God. Praise the name of the Lord. 
We believe you have been blessed by this message. To download this message, please visit our podcast at The Throne Room on your handheld device or computer. For any inquiries, call 08087-000004 or visit the Life Center at number 20 Colorado Close off Dame Street, Maitama Abuja. You can also visit our website, www.rccgthroneroom.org. You are highly lifted, highly favored. Thank you.